What up, bros, and welcome to the All Bros Podcast. I'm Jonathan. Nah, I'm Caleb. And we're a couple of aspiring filmmakers that love to watch and critique movies, but also enjoy a lot, a bit of the nerd life. Uh, this week on the podcast, we'll be talking about some adventures in hunting. We got a galore of Funko Pops to talk about, like, holy shit. <laughs> um, in uh, Blu-rays this week, we got one release that we'll be talking about that I didn't bother seeing. But that's just me. Have you seen it, Caleb? I haven't seen any of them. Really? Not yeah. even the first. It huh? was. Eh. Okay. I can agree with you there. Uh, through the wall, we got jack shit. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It it's true. Like we, it's like just slow. At least with the yeah. stuff that we discuss. Yeah. I mean, the only news that's popping in my head right now is that uh, Disney said that uh, they got I think like ten million subscribers the first day of Disney Plus. So, yeah, I mean, that's cool. Um, and then with this week's sneak peeks, we got our second trailer for Cats. So we'll be talking about that. And then our main event of the evening uh, will be our All Bros breakdown of the 2019 remake of Lady and the Tramp. Exclusive to Disney+. Plus. Yes. This is not a paid advertisement. Yeah, we pre- we should probably specify that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I did say that very advertising-like. Yeah, just, just a little bit. Just a little bit. All right, what do you say we get started? Let's do it. All right, so like I said, we got a bunch uh for pop news uh first up we got the glow in the dark maleficent dragon pop which will be coming exclusively to box lunch isn't it yep box lunch okay this thing looks pretty damn cool especially if the glow is what you think it is and it's just all the green fire and the eyes i mean how this would be super cool yeah I'm I'm very interested to see how well this one's gonna sell. Do you, I mean? Do you think it will sell out? Or? I think it's gonna go. I, I think this one's. I think glow in the darks kind of go really quick. I agree, and especially uh, considering that uh, the original uh, Maleficent dragon, uh, I think, like is it's vaulted right now, and it goes for a pretty penny. So I feel people are gonna try to snatch this one up so they can at least have one. Yeah. Um. I'm not like the hugest Sleeping Beauty fan, so I might get it, but I don't know. We'll see. I just want to see it in person. I, this isn't one I want to get, but I do want to see it in person just to see how the glow looks. How are you going to do that? If the Are you just going to cup I, your hands? Yeah, pretty much. That's, <laughs> That's what totally I do all. with a lot of the other ones. I'm like, oh, glow in the dark. Let me see. <laughs> That's totally all you can do. You can yeah. just ask the box lunch employee, excuse me, can you turn the light off for like 30 seconds? That's all I need. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And next up after that, we got the uh, Eevee pop coming out. Uh, I swear they announced the 10 inch one before this, it seems, for the common one. It They did. <laughs> they released the 10 inch before this one. It was freaking weird. Yeah. Um,. But, I mean, at least this one's not exclusive. It's already up for pre-order on Amazon. So, I'm not a huge Pokemon fan, so I'm not going to get it, but that's just me. I, I like Pokemon, but Eevee's not my favorite. Like, the only, I actually the only never Pokemon, even heard of Eevee. 
Oh. Well, the only um the only Pokemon that I want are the three starters. And we found or we went hunting on Tuesday. Tuesday yep. And we found a shit ton of Squirtle. Yeah. But Charmander's kind of a bitch. Yeah, I kind of regret not picking him up at uh, AF Target when I saw him a couple months ago. I actually haven't seen him. Really? Yeah. I mean, AF Target was that. I think AF Target was actually the only place I've ever seen him. Never seen him at Box Lunch or Hot Topic. Yeah, it's very shocking. And then uh, after that, we got the uh, four pack uh, coming exclusively to the Funko Shop of a uh, Hostess Hostess Sweetennial. Did I say that right? I assume they okay. made this word up. <laughs> yeah, Sweetennial. Uh, four pack of the Hostess mascots, which will include. Uh, oh, I forget these names. Uh, can I just say the Ding Dong, the Twinkie? Or, well, I know the Twinkie Kid. Yeah, I don't know these other ones. Uh, I know it's a fruit pie. And then that's just their cupcake. I don't know the actual names. Yep. <laughs> Let's go with that. But they're all silver, so those are kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, it's not a four-pack I would buy, but that's just me. Uh, and then after that, we got the uh, Bad Boys Pops coming out. Uh, we got, I don't know, what are their names? Can I just call them Will Smith and Martin Lawrence? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Marcus Burnett and Mike Lowry. Okay. So what Caleb said, the, those characters will be coming out. Uh, I mean, I've actually, I've only seen bits and pieces of the first two. Uh, third one actually does look pretty good. Uh, seems like it's kind of like Will Smith's, not like Dream Project, but you can tell he put a, a lot of love into it. So, I need to watch the first two if I want to go see it. Um, but these pops do look pretty cool. Uh, I'd probably pick up, uh, Martin Lawrence's first than Will Smith, but... This is me. Is this the first figure that Martin Lawrence is getting? I think so. I would have preferred Big Mama, but that's just me. <laughs> Dude, Big Mama would have been awesome. Ugh. Dude, as much as everyone hates the third Big Mama's house, I would have loved a two-pack with Big Mama and a Charmaine. I, I would have honestly loved that. Because I actually enjoy that movie for what it is. I don't hate it. Hey, it shows I liked this picture. <laughs> uh, all right, sorry. Uh, next up, we got the uh, Smuggler's uh, Bounty Box. I believe this is, I'm assuming this is December's, but isn't it already available? Yeah, but oh. it, they release it, I think it's bi-monthly. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Uh, so with this one, you'll be getting two pops, a shirt, a decal, and a pin, right? Uh, with the shirt, you got Kylo Ren standing above uh, all of the Knights of Ren, and it looks badass. I want it really badly. Yeah, that looks super freaking killer. Like, the only reason I would get this box is for that shirt. Yeah, so, well, actually, uh, I'd get it for the that and the two pops. Uh, the first pop we got is Kylo Ren, but he's hooded. I really like that a lot. I love his pose that he's in. And then the second one is uh I don't knight not one of the knights of Ren with an axe. I would yeah. assume that's an axe. Yeah, yeah, it looks like an axe. Okay. 
uh, D, the decal, decal, whatever. Decal, De- decal. My bad. <laughs> uh, is of a red stormtrooper, or clone? It's a stormtrooper, right? It's not a clone trooper. Yeah, they're not doing clones anymore. Okay, all right. Uh, and then the pin is. I don't know what that is. That supposed to just be three triangles? Yeah, I. Maybe <laughs> I it's like the symbol for the Knights of Ren. If it is, that's kind of dumb. Yeah, it's it's really dumb. They we've never seen these characters yet and they give them a stupid ass logo or symbol whatever. Uh I really hope that's not their logo. That's retarded. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah, but the pops pops and a shirt are really cool, so at least there's that. Yeah. All right, and then after that is the thing that Caleb and I predicted. Hell yeah. Did, <laughs> did we, we do s- it on the podcast? I can't remember if we did. But we straight up predicted this. So we were talking about if Marvel were ever to do start doing like huge movie moments, we would love them to do like the whole circle of the Avengers that they had in the first one when they're finally assembled. And Funko was doing that. <laughs> we're like, son of a bitch. It's, we were joking. <laughs> yeah, right? Exactly. Um, so they're starting off with Iron Man. Uh, this is available on Amazon right now for pre-order for $20. Uh, they'll each be $20. They'll be coming out with all six. I do have one problem. Okay, so Iron Man's floating, right? Yes. Okay, so if they're going for this certain part of the team assembling, um, and this is just me nitpicking, Hawkeye's pose is actually wrong. He is not pulling back his bow like he just like is like in a stance. Well, we haven't even like officially seen his. Yeah, but like, pose. The, yeah, but they do kind of like a um, a silhouette of his pose, and it's just like him having his bow down, pulling his arrow. Isn't that what it? Yeah. Um, whereas if they're going for true movie accuracy, Hawkeye should be having his bow up in the air, and he's just well. How would they do it up in the air without it like hitting his head? Funko would find a way. <laughs> <laughs> Funko would find a way. If I'm paying twenty dollars, Funko better find a way. <laughs> I want all six of these so bad because don't they piece together? I think so. They better. They better make a full freaking circle, dude. That would be killer. That like I'm a I'm an inbox collector, but these have to be out of box. You can't have these in box. That's gonna look so stupid. Yeah, it totally would. The only issue would be where to freaking put it. Yeah. Especially considering you're being pushed into a corner. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh if anything, like if I only get Hawkeye, I'm not gonna kick myself, but I need all six, but I have to have Hawkeye. Yeah. Just like you have to have Hulk. Hell yeah. Yeah. I want Hulk and Hawkeye. With, that's bare minimum. Those are the ones I will spend money on. The other ones, so I will I will do my best to try and trade for them. So you're going to hate me, but I would need like Hawkeye and Black Widow just because of their history. Whatever, dick. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, Sorry. I'm changing my mind. I'm going with, <laughs> with Captain America. I thought you would have gone with Thor, but okay. Okay, then they gotta have Cap, like, tapping his shield, then. Do they, though? I don't know. I'm, like, going for, like, true accuracy here. He doesn't, like, tap his shield. Well, he kind of goes, like, when they're, like, doing, like, the full circle of them doing actions, 
I think like he comes after Black Widow when she's like loading her gun. I think like he like uh like does like a tap or two on his shield and then he puts it to his side. I don't think so. Okay, I'm gonna show you the clip after we're done. I'm gonna prove it. <laughs> and then you'll have to apologize to me in the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> How about I just take since we haven't done it forever, I'll take a couple of reference fail points. Okay, deal. Yeah, whatever happened to those? Yeah, we just stopped calling our each other out on it. Okay. So we need to get back in the habit yeah, of doing I need, do. like, a, a fail I button. S- yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about that a couple days ago. I'm like, all right. All right, next up, we got some uh, new Mulan Pops coming out. Uh, the first up we got is Mushu, the 10-inch. Um, uh, with the little beetle. Yeah, with the little beetle. Or cricket. Cricket. Gosh it, damn it. Whatever it is. <laughs> um. Not one that I specifically need, but it is very cool. Yeah. I mean, it is it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's face it. Funko makes everything 10-inch nowadays. But, um... My <laughs> <laughs> gosh. Uh, next up, we got Mushu banging on a gong. This uh, is normal-sized. Okay. These are all normal-sized yeah, pops. Are. Um... So I know you're gonna kick me, but I've actually never seen Mulan, so I don't. What? I know I'm so behind on Disney classics, dude. Do you have you have Disney Plus? Yeah. Well, well duh, duh. duh. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you I just to... watched Lady and the Tramp illegally. <laughs> you need to watch this shit. You I need know. to get caught up. I know. I you need, need to watch the original Aladdin. You need to watch Mulan. I've also never seen Bambi. Oh my! Yeah, <laughs> you can get away with that one. Yes. Okay, so Mulan. Uh, um, holy shit, I just, Al- Aladdin, that's, I've never seen The Sword in the Stone. What else have I never seen? <laughs> I think that's it for Disney classics. Oh, I've never seen Sleeping Beauty either. <sighs> that one I feel you get away with not watching either. I'll still watch them just because they're, it's a Disney classic. Alright, so who is this character? <laughs> uh, balls. He's holding like... a sword, that's all I know. I'm pretty sure his name is Shen. It's not Shenron, is it? Oh, I was I was so wrong. Lee Shang. Oh, Lee Shang. Yeah, you were way closer than I was. Yeah, so he's just in like a normal standing pose, has a sword with like a little flag on the end. Okay. Pretty cool. It is it is a cool pop. Uh then the next one is just Mulan, and it's just a basic stance uh, with a, her sword. Okay, can I see that one? As Ping. Okay, that looks cool. Yeah. And then the last one is Mulan on her horse, Khan. I kind of want that. It's really cool. That looking. is a really cool pop ride. I feel like it's odd that they have the stand... Up the center of the horse's stomach. Like, I feel like just with how thick the, like, the legs are on this horse. Yeah. I feel like they should, could have been, they could have made it be able to stand on its own. I I can agree with that. Like, I feel like they could have just printed it so the legs were attached to the stand. But, I mean... No, no I get where you're coming cool from. still a cool figure. Yeah, it's very cool. So, yeah. That's all we got in with Mulan. What's next after Mulan? I'm trying to find... 
Oh, my bad. Uh, we got the Entertainment Ic- Entertainment Earth, right? Yes. Yeah. Exclusive Wood Deco. Deco or oh, Deco, something? Oh, Deco, my bad. I think I think you're right. I think it is Deco. Uh, Captain America, and I believe this is up for pre-order right now. Yep. I have to admit, that actually looks pretty damn cool. It looks really cool. I, I kinda... think it'd be cooler if it was, like, actual wood, but yeah. those, those bastards would have to be hand-carved. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. They would have to be. But I mean, it's just, like, a wood... I mean, decoration funko would make a pretty penny off that because they could definitely ups upsell that shit oh hell yeah they could like no freaking joke uh and then after that we got the uh 10 inch uh coca-cola bear or polar bear that's what i meant and i think yeah this is actually still available on the funko shop so yeah i I don't think this one's gonna sell out anytime soon yeah so if you guys want to jump on it uh, after that, we got uh, two Stephen King pops coming out. Uh, one where he is just holding... Is he holding a book? Yes. Okay. In my opinion, I kind of wish they would have done pops for old Stephen King when, as kind of older. Because that's just what I know Stephen King mm-hmm. as. Uh, not that he didn't look great when he was younger, but I just know Stephen <laughs> King as an, an as an older gentleman. Uh, and then the Barnes and Noble exclusive of Stephen King is him holding one of his books and an axe, and his whole, well, his uh, forehead and up is covered in blood. Isn't he supposed to look like the dude off The Shining? Uh, he, I don't know. He might, but you know that Stephen King hates how they adapted that movie, right? Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, oh, maybe. He, never yeah, mind dude, then. He hates how they did The Shining. Yeah, he was not happy with it. <laughs> but I think he actually did enjoy uh, Doctor Sleep. Is that what it's called? Really? Yeah, he actually did enjoy that version. So at least there's huh. that. All right, and then after that, uh, we got a uh, new Pennywise pop coming out. Shocker. Yeah, we have like <laughs> a shit ton of them. Uh, from It Chapter 2, and this is kind of one that I... You know what? This would have been a perfect, uh, like, light-up figure, because it's him holding the Firefly, uh, but it would have been so cool if, like, if you pressed a button and the Firefly lit up, and so it lit up his face, like in the movie. That would be way cool. That would be amazing, because this is one of my favorite scenes from It Chapter 2, when he greets Vicky like that. It's an awesome scene. I still will probably get this pop just because I love that scene so much, but I think that would I think that would have been so much cooler. That would have been like cooler. it would have been have have it light up and you know light up his face. Yeah, we got a shit ton of freaking Pennywise figures, dude. Like you could b- basically make a whole collection of just Pennywise figures, dude. You should see. There's a guy on YouTube. I think he's like his name is Ralph. He is like addicted to Pennywise. <laughs> he literally has everything. And, like, he has a whole case full of every single variation of Pennywise they've ever done, including Tim Curry's Pennywise. It's insane. Like, it just shows, like, how many Pennywises they've made. It's insane. Yeah. But, I mean, all of that makes sense, but still. I mean, it's not like they've actually, like, made up any. Yeah, I uh, think that's all is that it for? Yeah, that is it for... Uh, pops uh and blu-rays uh we only got one title and that is angel has fallen starring gerald gerard butler and morgan freeman uh 
I only bothered watching um, White House Down. I never saw London Has Fallen, and I don't have any interest seeing this movie. So, yeah. <laughs> that's that's really all I got. The only thing I remember from uh, White House Down is when one of the terrorist guys like takes down the uh, White House's American flag and just throws it off the the ledge. And that image like stuck in my head because I'm just like, man, you're a piece of shit. Go F yourself. <laughs> so, you are truly un-American. So, do you have any interest in seeing any of these movies? Nope. Even though you saw White House Down? Or not, yeah. Wait. Yeah, not, not really. Or, wait. Okay, wait, there's... I'm I'm sorry. I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm sorry. They're like so close. Okay, so in this series, it's Olympus has fallen is the first one. Then London has fallen, and then Angel has fallen. I'm think the White House down. I'm sorry is the one with Channing Tatum and Jamie Fox. Remember that one? We saw that in theaters. Yes. Okay. That one was dumb. <laughs> very very <laughs> dumb. Yeah, Olympus has fallen is a lot better, in my opinion. Because it handles the subject more seriously, and I think that's what you should. Um, it's really weird that those came out around the same time. Yeah. I don't know what the studios were thinking, <laughs> releasing those at the exact same time. Someone lost their job, or someone <laughs> was drinking. It, or no, you know what they did? Someone came in and pitched it, pitched like for, a, or what was it, a, a White House Down? Yeah. Yeah, someone pitched that one, and they are like, yeah, let's do it. And then someone came in. And pitched what was Olympus? Well, I think Olympus's Fallen was pitched first because it came out first. Okay, well, whichever one was pitched first, someone came in and pitched that one, and the executives were just like, "Yeah, let's do it." And then they came in and pitched like the next one, yeah. and then there's like, uh, "Yeah, we signed off on that one, didn't we?" <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's called. Let's, let's sign it off again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what happened. I, I can just imagine them being the me and Kay. The other one's called Olympus Has Fallen. What do you guys got for ideas for about the White House being taken over a terrorist? White House down. Yes. Thousands time yes. Hell yes. <laughs> F yes. You're genius. Oh, Not lame gosh. at all. <laughs> Not even a little bit. Nope. <laughs> all right. Moving on to this week's sneak peeks. We got our second trailer for Cats. Still hasn't changed my mind at all about this movie. Um, it looks so weird. It looks so funky. It really does. It did give us a little bit of story. Apparently, all the cats are competing for a position. Offered by Judy Dench? Yeah. Yeah. Like, is like, it just, like, her spot as, a like, a cat? I don't know, but I guess they get a new life, so they now have ten lives and the rest have nine? Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> like it doesn't. I, I, maybe this would all make sense if I've like actually seen the, sh- the musical. Yeah I've, yeah, I've never seen the show, but I've heard it's actually really good. Like, if I ever went to Broadway, that's definitely one show that I'd actually want to see, including Hairspray. Um, <laughs> that's like my top. Is a oh wait no actually I'm sorry my top is actually Into the Woods. That's my top, and then Hairspray. Um, but yeah, like honestly, the only thing selling me to watch this movie and it's just because 
I'll see anything with him in it is James Corden. Because I love that man. I think he's so funny. Um, but yeah, Idris Elba in this movie. Um, kind of interested to see what he does. Uh, I just kind of feel bad that they dragged him into this along with Ian McKellen. Like you yeah, said. Yeah, <laughs> poor guy. Yeah. Um, but I guess we'll find out in December. And Caleb and I have already agreed we're we're gonna break this movie down. Yeah, just we kind of have to. Yeah, <laughs> because it's one of those movies that's it's just so odd and out there. You we can't not go see it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I don't like. I was even thinking about this like forever. Like I when I first saw like when I saw the first trailer, I was more in the mindset of like, there's no way in hell I'm ever gonna go see this, but. As I kind of like thought about it more and more, it's like this is one of those because you know how my movies are like, like my top movies. Yeah, they're experiences. Yes, they're things that like you have to experience. Like Avengers Endgame is one of my favorite. It's like one of those things you have to experience in theaters, and I feel this is one of those movies that you have to experience in theaters. Yeah, I can otherwise agree. it just loses. I mean, I was honestly already planning on seeing this. I just didn't think that you would actually want to see it and even break it down. So this is going to be pretty fun. Yeah. When when does this movie come out? Do you know? I want to say it comes out this around the same time as uh, the rise of Skywalker. Oh, Christmas. Oh, Christmas Day. Um, I wrote it down. Oh no, it comes out the same day as Rise of Skywalker. It comes out on the 20th. Oh, okay. Well, I know which one movie we're seeing that weekend. <laughs> Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> we better, because I already bought tickets. Yeah, we'll probably break that our cats down maybe after. Yeah, sounds good to me. Are, although, are we going to go like see it on like a five buck Tuesday? Well, hell yeah. <laughs> you don't want to pay full price for that? Glorious I movie. Ex- I want to experience it in theaters. I don't care which theater. <laughs> uh, all right. Next up, unless is there anything else you want to add to the movie? No. Okay. Um, One out of ten. <laughs> Just because of six. Six? Yeah. That's I'm maybe like six and a half. Okay, I was gonna go for a seven, but that only be just for James Corden. (laughs) Uh, All right, next up we got our what's in the box for the week. At number one, we had Ford versus Ferrari, and that um, brought in thirty-one million, which that was above their. suggested i think that's the word predicted predictions there we go that's the word i'm looking for i think they were projecting a 15 to 20 million opening but it blew it out of the water and grossed 31 million so that's awesome still want to see that movie heard it's really good Mm. um in number two we got midway and that brought in uh, another 8 million because that was actually released the following week and at number three we got the doa movie Charlie's Angels. Oh my hell. <laughs> Which only grows to eight million dollars. Damn! 
And I think it's up to like 27 right now. What was the budget on it? Yeah, let, let me look that up really quickly. Because many are saying it's not even going to make back its budget. Oh, shit. Uh, oh, it's gone down on Rotten Tomatoes. It's out of 57 now. Damn. Shit. Uh, okay, so... It's grossed thirty-one million so far. Its budget is between forty-eight and fifty-five million. Shit! I, I don't. I don't know if it's gonna make that back. It doesn't sound like it's going to. Yeah, it's still got. It's still got eighteen million to go. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Good luck. I, after what uh, Elizabeth Banks said, I'm honestly, I'm not really that mad that. If this movie flops, just because I feel her comments were on call for. They were. I, like, we go, like, she was blaming the the failure of her movie on sexism. Yeah. And men being just, like, reinforcing stereotypes and being like, uh, we don't go to action movies to see women do stuff. Yeah, we do. Wonder Woman. Yeah, Captain but no. Marvel. Did Did you hear what she said about like those comments? No. She says that the like movies like Wonder Woman and Captain Marvel and like movies like that they fall under a bigger universe that is mostly ran by men. And it's like serious. Like, I didn't have to go see Wonder Woman or Captain Marvel. Wonder Woman didn't even associate with Justice League all that much. Yeah. I go see go to see these movies because I love those characters. Yeah. And I want to see those characters kick some ass. Yeah, exactly. Like, you can't blame your the box office failure of your movie on sexism. It's just because you made a shitty movie. Well, I've heard it's actually not that bad. Well, I guess we'll find out when it comes to like Netflix. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, yeah, this isn't one I, I plan on seeing. I it, it's which, it looks dumb. It does. Um, and honest, like I'll probably catch it on streaming because I don't know. After those comments, like I really don't want to give Elizabeth Banks any of my money. Yeah, even if it's just five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, like. I'm not going to see Black Widow just because it's only in the MCU. <clears throat> it's because I love the character of Natasha Romanoff. I love Scarlett Johansson. I love watching her kick ass. Like, yeah. Just because it's in the MCU, that doesn't change anything. Yeah, like if even if like this wasn't leading up, like I don't think Black Widow is going to be leading up to anything. No, it's not because it's a prequel. Yeah, so this is all Black Widow yeah. focused. Which I love. And I would have gone to see this even if, like, even before freaking, uh, like, yeah. the whole Avengers thing yeah, came out. I completely agree. All right, so after that train wreck, <laughs> in number four, we got Playing with Fire, uh, which grossed uh, another $8 million, and that was released last week. Uh, and then at number five, we got Last Christmas, which grossed uh, $6 million. So I've actually heard that movie's like not doing as bad as people thought it would. So And you actually saw that movie, right? 
Playing with Fire? No, Last Christmas. Last Christmas, yes. And I believe you said you enjoyed it. Yeah, it was actually really good. Um, I would like the record to show that I do not condone going to see Christmas movies before Thanksgiving. But my okay, wife well, wanted a date night. She is pregnant. She is very mean. <laughs> Brielle, you didn't hear that. <laughs> and and no, she's she's actually been great. Um, but yeah, she wanted to see that, and I can't tell my pregnant wife no. I mean, you so, could. You're just gonna get a. I a I don't of, want to yeah. tell my pregnant wife no. <laughs> so yeah, we went to go see it, and it was pretty good. It wasn't super Christmassy like I thought it was going to be. Like it, it focuses a lot around Christmas. Okay, but it didn't feel like a very like a Christmassy movie. Okay, it kind of felt like a uh, Nicholas Sparks film. I'm actually okay. That with took that. place during christmas okay and then like it has like some of the like the things that happen in christmas like a charity work um like a christmas store because like that's what where the main uh character works yeah so it's stuff like that okay and but overall it didn't it didn't like shove christmas in your face so i really enjoyed it yeah going off the okay so you said you should not watch Christmas movies before. Uh, I don't watch Christmas movies before Thanksgiving. Okay. Can you tell uh, Universal and Illumination that considering they released The Grinch last year, like the first week in November? Yeah, that's bullshit. <laughs> that is absolute horseshit. As much as I loved that movie, uh, yeah, no, that was a bad call. Because I think that actually affected its box office, releasing it that yeah. early. <laughs> You're not going to release The Grinch at Christmas? It seemed like it was like almost out of theaters by the time the holiday actually came about. Yeah, what kind of horror shit is that? <laughs> and the because best part- no one wants to go see The Grinch before Thanksgiving. Best part is when me and Sammy saw it, we were the only ones in the theater. <laughs> Dude, I believe it. Like, that's bullshit. So, like, yeah. Alright, uh, so that's all we got for... Uh, you know, through the wall, sneak peeks, what's in the box. So what do you say we move on to the main event of the evening? Say let's do it. All right. Time for the main event. It's main event time. Let's play game. All right. So on this week's main event... Uh, we will be breaking... D- well, okay, I'm sorry. First, we got a couple messages from our bros. And then we'll be doing our All Bros breakdown of Lady and the Tramp, the 2019 live-action remake. So first up, Caleb has our messages from the bros. Uh, we posted a uh, question of for that's Lady and the Tramp-based of if you could cast an actor uh, to play your pet... Your voice your pet. Yeah, sorry, voice your pet... In a uh, in a movie, who would you choose? Yeah, so I don't have a pet that lives with me, but my pet when so when I was living at home, like we have a dog. Uh, she's a an Egyptian frow hound, and her name is Charlie. And I think with her personality. Like the way that she acts, because I, 
I wanted to do this with someone, and I thought Charlie would be the best. Charlie, I think, would be voiced really well by Kristen Bell if she gave the Anna type of um, levels of energy. <laughs> I can completely agree, because uh, growing up, I actually did spend a lot of time with Caleb's dog, so I, I completely agree with you on that one. Yeah. Um, I also have, like, two other cats. Or, I had two cats. Uh, we gave them away to someone when we moved here because we're not allowed animals. Uh, I don't know what type of cat they were. Like, do you know? No. Okay. So, whatever uh, cat uh, one of them was. I mean, I would assume is, that they were just domestic short-haired. Yeah, so. that's what I'm thinking. At least with I think Raven. I think Atticus was, too. Maybe. Yeah, so with Atticus, like, if I had to cast them, because we didn't get, like, very many answers. No, we did not. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just going to throw in my two bonus animals. So Atticus, he was kind of like a uh, standoffish cat. He would only kind of come around when he, he he wanted to be around. Very cuddly. But just kind of like, like standoffish. And I th- thought that a really good voice, which is one that you were actually considering for your cat, mm-hmm. uh, Miles Teller. Yeah, that's an excellent choice for Atticus. I totally see that. Yeah. And then he, my other cat, Raven. I yeah, couldn't decide I'm... on her. You need someone that's, like, very energetic, you know, like, always wants to be around humans. No. Be, I, I thought she was. She was with Brielle, kind of like that lovey-dovey, but whenever it was, like, around me, she would just kind of, like, get away. Well, because she probably gets the sense that you hate cats. <laughs> and she would be 100% correct about that. I was actually thinking Aubrey Plaza. Yes. Yes. <laughs> A thousand times Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's just kind of her personality so you so for my cat i have so i have a uh, tabby cat uh his name is alexander uh love him to death um if i could choose just because like he's so energetic he loves being around humans uh i would actually choose steve zahn even though he's already played a cat in Stuart little <laughs> i just think he'd be perfect for him especially when you know like he's like pl- like, uh, like when he's like pl- talking to Snowbell and he's like, oh, come on, come on, please, please, please. That's straight up Alexander because he will not leave you alone unless you don't, g- unless you give him a treat. Like literally the drawer where his treats are, even if like you're opening it for something else or he just hears like a little squeak from it, he will come running. It doesn't matter if he's taking a nap or what. <laughs> it's like, no, you already got fed, you little pooper. <laughs> <laughs> uh but anyway so that'd be my choice uh but i have a question for you sugar your uh your chihuahua betty white and... dude you're killing it with choices here <laughs> so yeah. sugar is so we got and or when i was living with my parents we ended up giving her to my my grandma which is funny because we got it from my other grandma on my dad's side. So we got sugar from my dad's mom 
and then we had her for a while, and then we gave her to my mom's mom, and she is like 16 years old, and is still active as hell, and she's just funny. Yeah, like she's just a funny dog. It's just so Betty White is perfect for her, and like Sugar's honestly the nicest Chihuahua I have ever met. Like, seriously, I freaking love that dog. So, yeah, Betty White is an excellent choice for her. Yeah, she's not, like, the typical chihuahua that will, like, yip all the time. Yeah. Otherwise, I'd choose, I'd probably choose someone else if she was yippy, but she's not. No. She's just, like, a funny dog that yeah, you just really... don't expect her to be. Mm-mm. So, she, she like, she, like I said, she's, like, 16, but she, you can still get her like riled up where she's just like moving her whole body and like just that's so will cute. run around in circles that's and shit. So cute. Like she's she losing her sight it. a little Aww, bit, which is a girl. bummer. But yeah, poor little girl. Yeah, but Betty White is my pick for for sugar. Excellent, excellent choice. <laughs> excellent choice. <laughs> um. Okay, so we got a couple of responses on that question, kinda. <laughs> So the first one is actually from my mom, <laughs> who made a comment about me posting about Charlie. <laughs> she just says, that's my girl. <laughs> and I can't disagree with that, yeah. but she's my dog. And I love her. So that's why I, I, I posted her. So sorry, mom. <laughs> uh, the next response we got is from sammy who was actually our guest last week on our breakdown of 50 shades of gray and she said that her cat hattie 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 gosh damn it (laughs) which is a tabby cat which and she says that the personality of her cat is sassy whiny and thinks she's all that and she would be voiced by Nicki minaj (laughs) oh my gosh Yeah, that's pretty great. Oh, uh, yeah. So I gotta ask her like who she would pick for Keela. I know. Doesn't she have like a bunch of other animals? Uh, uh no, just Hattie and Keela. Oh, yeah. Well, and Sierra has a guinea pig, but it's kind of hard to cast. A... Well, no, it's not hard to cast a yeah. guinea pig, but but yeah, I, I gotta ask her who she would choose for Keela. Yeah, considering like a dog is like so energetic, I love that dog to death. But yeah. I'd be very interested to see who she chooses. Yeah. Dude, I was expecting a lot more responses for yeah, this perfect a... question of the week. Because I know to show how much you love your pets. Yeah, I know. And uh, so on our Instagram, we're followed by a lot of other podcast podcasts. Yeah. And I know for a fact that a lot of them have freaking animals because they post about them all the time. Dude. And I'm especially pissed off at Victor because I know he has a freaking amazing dog and he could have <laughs> answered this. Do the beef skanks have any pets? Do you know? Uh, I think they have a dog. Or okay. one of them has a dog. Come on. Like, come on. Well, I hear noises kidding. in the back and oh, okay. I think it's a dog. Oh, okay, yeah. So- yeah, yeah. They posted recently about So I can call them out. <laughs> yeah, I guess you can. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> We love you too, but come on. Give us something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I guess we're calling people out. Yeah, I guess so. I only call them out just because they've been, been on our podcast and we've been on theirs and they're they're awesome. So I just the people that I love that we've, you know, like 
you know, talked a lot with, I'll call him out. But it's out of love. I don't actually mean it. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. All right. Well, let's get into our breakdown. Let's do it. Okay. So for those of you that are new to our breakdown system, we split a movie into eight different categories, and we we split it into story, writing, acting, character development, effects, music, costumes, and then give it an overall genre grade, which is more like a personal score. Yes. Than really anything. Um, and we decided that this is kind of a family romance movie. Yeah. I, I, in a way. What... I mean, they uh, definitely still kept that romance um, feel of it, which I which I appreciated. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, they w- better have. <laughs> Yeah, so I think this would be more of an anim like if we did the original, that would be a f- animated family. Yeah, but this is like more family romantic movie, not really super musical. No, there's only like what like three songs in it. I think it's only two. Yeah, the only ones I can think of are the ones that the one that the cat sing and um he's the little dog. What? The other dog in the pound. Well, wait, no. So, okay, I can think of three. The one that cats sing, I think it's called That's a Shame, or It's a Shame. Uh, he's he's a tramp, and then the uh, classic, oh, this is the night. It's a, Oh, that's night. right. Yeah. Those Duh. are the only three I can think of right now. But, yeah. So, let's get started off with story. So, Rose is going to read us off a little synopsis of the story and if you have not seen the lady in the tramp 2019 on disney plus spoiler alert they change a couple things but it's basically the same story yeah it's basically the same as the yeah. original all right at christmas time jim deer i find it so funny that they don't actually like like they honestly don't give her like give them like actual names still <clears throat> I think that's really funny. <laughs> uh, Jim Deere gives his wife, Darling, <laughs> I don't know why it's so funny, a female American Cocker Spaniel puppy as a present. And oh my gosh, this dog was so cute. Mm-hmm. Oh, Cocker Spaniels are just so adorable. Uh, she takes to her and names her Lady, very original. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where she essentially becomes the center of their world. Uh, lady grows and becomes friends with her neighbor, do- neighbor dogs. The elder bloodhound trusty and the feisty Scottish terrier Jacques. Okay, in your opinion, because I, w- I was mad at this at first, but as the movie went on, I'm like, okay, I'm I'm okay with this because I like what they did with the character. Were you mad that they changed the gender of Jacques? Not really. Actually, me and Brielle liked it better. Maybe it's just because I like watched the original like back to back with this one, so it kind of annoyed me at first. I'm like, really? Did you really have to change genders? But as, like, the movie went on, like, with his own, her, I'm sorry, her owner, uh, and, like, how, like, she'd dress her up in these, like, ridiculous outfits, and, like, she actually enjoyed it. She's like, oh, hope I break a leg or, like, break a show. I'm like, okay, I like this change, actually. So I was okay with it as the movie went on, but at first glance, I didn't love it. Yeah, it was a, it was definitely odd at first, but me and Brielle, like I said, we really enjoyed that. That's That change. Uh, meanwhile, a homeless schnauzer mutt, who later goes by the name Tramp, spends his days wandering the streets of Savannah, Georgia, Georgia, sorry, 
in search of food and causing trouble for the vengeful dog catcher, Elliot. This dude freaking took his job a little too serious. Yeah, he really <laughs> did. Like, damn. Like, the part, like, especially, like, when he's, like, in the backyard and a John Deere, he's like, well, we got, you know, like, uh, a rat problem. Is there any way you can talk or, like, look at that? He's like, I don't deal with vermin. All I deal with is dogs. They are, what is, like, he's just like, they are such vivid, or no. I forget, like, the wording that he says, and I'm just like, have you ever owned a dog, actually? Like, honestly, like, the question, because the way you're describing them, most dogs are not like that in the slightest. Um... All right. After freeing his friends Bull and Peg from Elliot's carriage, he makes a run for it and ends up in the deer's backyard. Lady, who is beside herself after being ignored by the adults, finds Tramp and tries to give away his position until he points out that Darling is clearly having a baby. He warns her that her owner will keep ignoring her and the baby will replace her, but she disbelieves him. Trusty and Jock distrust the, distrust the street dog and send him away. Before gladly leaving, Tramp warns them that when a baby moves in, the dog moves out. Jim and Darling have a baby girl named Lulu, who they soon devote their lives their lives to. Uh, they even stop listening to Lady's warnings of a rat that has been plaguing the house and start putting her outside. Lady begins to realize Tramp was right. Uh, the whole... Uh, like, when I saw uh, the opening titles and it showed that Ken Jong was in it, I'm like, okay, this is going to be interesting what they put, what role he's playing. And I love that he plays the doctor that delivers the baby. <laughs> uh, he's, uh, I love how uh, Jim Deere's just like, oh, isn't like the cutest baby you've ever seen? He's like, yeah, I've been delivering babies for over 40 years and your, your kid truly takes the cake for the cutest kid. Yeah. <laughs> A- absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh one day Jim and Darling take Lulu out and leave Darling's Aunt Sarah to leave sorry, yeah, leave Darling's Aunt Sarah to look after Lady for them, though she has really hoped to look after Lulu. That was a really funny change from the uh original movie that uh because in the original Aunt Karen looks out af- looks after the baby, but they also make her look after uh, Lady as well. Um, but yeah, that was just like really funny seeing her, uh, reaction going like, wait, I'm dog sitting. Well, this is bullshit. <laughs> I thought I was babysitting. Dude, that was hilarious. That was like, oh, that was great. That was a really good change. I really liked that. So me and, so Brielle and I hadn't seen the original for a really long time. And that was something Brielle pointed out. And she's like, didn't she watch the baby? <laughs> Yeah, I should have done a back-to-back movie marathon. I know, we should have, but it was late when we watched it. I mean, the only way I was able to do it was because of Disney+. Plus. Right. So. Alright. Um, as she goes upstairs to practice her singing, her two troublemaking cats, Devin and Rex... Did they actually say the names of the cats? I don't think they ever did. Yeah. I don't even think they did in the original either. Did they? We just refer to them as Siamese cats. But in this one, they're, uh... Are they tabbies? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what I think they were. I was okay with that change. Like, honestly. Like, everything that they did with the cats, I absolutely loved. Like, I loved the change of song and 
Although I feel like the CG, like I'm pretty sure those were completely CGI, were they? I wouldn't say completely. Okay. There were times where it, it just looked a little spotty at yeah. some parts. We, we can get into that with effects. Yeah, but I, I just want to say just that. Um, let's see. Uh, Devin and Rex begin to destroy the house with a lady caught in the middle where they sing What a Shame. Believing Lady to be the cause of it all, Aunt Sarah takes Lady to the pet store to have a muzzle placed on her. I loved this change from the original because, like, in the original, she's just like, oh, I need a muzzle. And the shop owner's like, oh, okay, yeah, sure, here you go. I loved that the shop owner in this one, he's just like, are you sure you really need to resort for that? You know, like, that's that's just cruel for a dog. Like, I freaking loved the shop owner. Yeah. He was so sweet to Lady. Like, I wish that he would have been able to keep her for the couple days <laughs> that uh, John Deere and Darling were gone. Um, Lady runs away. And, like, the part where she doesn't have her collar, I'm like, oh, shit. Like, how are they going to change that then? Like, how are they going to go about that? Yeah. So that was an interesting change. Um, Lady runs away but gets trapped in an alley and threatened by a street dog named Isaac. Luckily, Tramp arrives to save her and then helps her remove her muzzle with a beaver statue before opting to take her home by taking the scenic route so as to avoid Elliot since Lady left her collar behind. Okay. When Tramp is like, okay, you know, like, I got a friend that can help us out. And I'm like, okay, how are you going to incorporate a beaver into this movie? And I'm really glad that actually it was just a statue. I was too. Like, I was really thinking, like, really hard. Once, like, they did the muzzle, I was like, oh, yeah. Like, it started bringing up all these memories of the original. I'm like, oh, yeah, the beaver. Ooh, how are they going to do that? Yeah. <laughs> as much as I loved the beaver in the original, how he's just like, like Tramp literally has to yell at him. He's like, I'm not deaf, Sassani. <laughs> Stuff like that. <laughs> that was an awful um, voice. Um, but it just would not work in a live action retelling. So I'm glad that they just stuck with like, oh, just use this uh, statue of him. The teeth will help with it. So I actually really liked that change as well. Yeah, I think it worked a lot better with like the scene that they set or not the scene the uh environment that yes, they were in i completely agree uh they end up growing close and lady accepts tramp's offer to eat at tony's his favorite restaurant which leads into the uh classic song bella note and i loved this version as much as i loved it in the uh animated version truly fantastic and still very very romantic loved it uh, afterwards, Tramp shows Lady the views of the town and reveals that he had two, that he too had owners, but they abandoned him once they had a baby. Okay, this is also another change that I love. They actually show the Tramp's backstory. Yeah, I actually started crying. This, really? Yeah, the part where they just leave him in the street, like he, like just the fact that he throws a ball and gets into his car as fast as he can and leaves and just leaves him as a street dog. Street dog, that is just so effed up. Yeah, I started, I started shedding some tears. Dude, that was really messed up. Like, and if, going back to the the dinner scene, really yeah. quick. the The issue that we've had with a lot of the re the remakes is that some of the the scenes, like the main scenes, like the the whole new world. Or in Cinderella when she's like changing into her gown or just stuff like that doesn't have the same effect that it does. I felt they pulled 
this scene off amazingly I, well. Yes, they did. Like it, I have the same feeling watching this version that I did the original. Like, yeah, they, j- captured, they captured the exact same oh, magic. Ex- yeah, just perfectly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah, but yeah, the, his story freaking messed up. Dude, I was, after I watched it, I was like, no! <laughs> right? Ah, <laughs> oh, so depressing. Uh, they get they get found by Elliot. Shouldn't I say they are found? Not they get found? Yeah. <laughs> All right, spell an error on Wikipedia. Uh, they are found by Elliot and are chased to the train station where Tramp sleeps. Though Tramp tells Lady to run, she returns to help him and gets captured instead. Uh, Tramp hesitates before escaping. Lady meets with Peg, Bull, and the other pound dogs, who all talk about Tramp and his exploits, which leads into the song, He's a Tramp. The next morning, Jim and Darling pick up Lady and kick Aunt Sarah and her cats out, presumably forever for the way she mistreated Lady. Lady begins to bond oh, with Lulu. Yeah, I also love that. Yes, <laughs> that was fantastic. Like, in this movie, they actually, like, realize how much of a bitch Aunt Karen is to, uh... To Lady. I loved that. Dude, John was just like li- livid about that. Not livid. Just ecstatic yeah, about yeah. being able to do that. He's just like, yes! Uh, Alright, so, and there was one part that, um, what was it? Okay, so like, kind of really quickly, just going back to the beginning. Okay, so you remember in the animated one, when a uh, lady first comes and sees the baby, like they actually like let her look into the carriage. I was kind of surprised in this one, like they actually like are like, no, 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 get out of here. This is the baby's room. Like at the beginning, that kind of like threw me off. I'm like, okay. I think that's just a case of first time parents. Okay. And I feel of... like that's something that I like, cause I can get in that mindset now. Yeah, like, that's true. I, I get that. Yeah, it was, it was just weird that it was completely different in the animated one. All right. Uh, sometime later, Tramp discovers that Peg and Bull have both been adopted, causing him to further regret leaving Lady behind. He goes to her house to apologize, and while she appreci- pre- I cannot speak English on these episodes, I swear. <laughs> wow. Okay. While she appreciates it and still loves him, she does not want to leave her family again. They say their farewells, and Tramp leaves just as a thunderstorm begins. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Okay. a reflex or something? I think so, I'm good. <laughs> okay. Uh, however, the rat returns and sneaks into Lulu's room. Lady is put away just as Elliot arrives to interview Jim and Darling and tell them about Tramp. Yeah, I love how it was funny, like just barges in and she's like yeah sure come right on in how about some tea dude i would have called the police <laughs> yeah right i've been like you can get the hell out of my house like i don't give a shit if you think that there's a dangerous dog in my house yeah uh so lady is put away just as elliot arrives to interview jim and darling and tell them about tramp she manages to call tramp who sneaks into the house and kills the vicious rat getting injured in the process but accidentally knocks over Lulu's crib. He's caught by Jim, Darling, and Elliot, who assume he was who who assume he was attacking Lulu. Just as Elliot takes Tramp away to be euthanized. Okay, really quickly. Euthanized. Yeah, sorry, euthanized. I'm sorry. Um, going back like uh to the uh the original, I did not expect 
Disney to touch upon this. Like when the uh when they're in the pound and you see uh them leading uh one of the dogs away that says, you know, like one way uh you know, do not enter and like the dogs say, Oh, that's the one way door. Mm-hmm. Like, even in this one, I was just like, damn, I did not expect Disney to touch upon this. Isn't that the door that he took Lady out of, though? No, uh-uh. It was a different door? Yeah, no, okay. it was a different door. But, yeah, like, it was a shot, like, because because uh, I watched uh, the original before this one, and it was the, my first time watching the original. I've never seen it before. So the fact that they touch upon that, I'm like, holy shit, Disney, you really t- touch upon some dark shit. Mm-hmm. Damn. Okay. Um... Uh, just as Elliot takes Tramp away to be e- euthanized, right? Euthanized. Euthanized. I'm sorry. Euthanized. I, I keep wanting to do that E, but it's silent. Yep. Sorry. So, to be euthanized, Lady uncovers the rat and proceeds to chase down the carriage with Trusty and Jock's help. The dogs catch up to the carriage and scare the horses, causing the carriage to collapse. Lady finds Tramp seemingly dead from the crash and begins to cry, but he eventually wa- wakes, and they reunite. Can you imagine if, like, they made the change in this one where they actually kill off Tramp? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that'd be awful. Uh, the deers arrive, having realized that Tramp was protecting Lulu, and decide to adopt him, saving him from Elliot. That, that was very sweet. I really liked that. Even though that's exactly what happened in the original, but I, I still liked how they did it in this one. By next Christmas, Tramp has been fully accepted into the deer household and given his own collar, while Jock's owner has adopted two young puppies named Dodge and Ollie, who Trusty and Jock take to to like an uncle and aunt. Lady and Tramp happily spend the holidays with their perfect family, never to be parted again. So, in your opinion, so in the original, uh, Lady and Lady and Tramp, you know, have have children at the end, but in this one, well. And you know, after this, um, oh my gosh, what's uh, their, what's the other two dogs' names? Uh, uh, Trusty, Trusty and Jock. Jock. Uh, in the original, like they come over, and you know, um, Trusty like tells his whole story to the kids. You know, they call him Uncle Trusty. But in the live action remake, they don't have kids, mm-hmm. and uh, um, oh my gosh, what's Jock? Uh, the two puppies that his owner her owner oh, i'm sorry her owner adopts they call him you know uncle trusty and you know he tells them their story how did you feel about that change that they did not have puppies in this one because well, i actually I was, was okay with it i was the only reason i was pissed off and it's not even like a big gripe it's not like a legitimate gripe my gripe was i wanted to see more puppies <laughs> that's fair okay i can understand that but the yeah that change I I I liked yeah I I did too, I mean I don't know how fast like puppies you know like have puppy love but in the original didn't it kind of seem it was a little fast it was a, a bit fast yeah. <laughs> um I really liked the how did they figure out that um in the original because I I'm I'm a little fuzzy on this with the how did they find out that he was he killed or how did they figure out that he wasn't attacking the baby they were or that he was protecting the rat or killing the rat so what i think i'm trying to remember 
I can't even remember if like the rat actually dies in the original. I think like they uh like ladies just like barking or something and like they unco- like they like uncover something and, like the cat just like the rat just like runs can I look that up really quickly? Because I don't want to like say something and not be right. Because yeah. for some reason, that's like a part that's like being really fuzzy to me. Maybe it's just because like I'm remembering the ending of the 2019 one more. Because I I I feel like they that's they opened uh, or they were picking stuff up and then they saw the dead rat. That might be how it went. Yeah, but like, how did they go from? Like, did was that like exactly how they did? Where lady just took off after the the no no okay in the original no lady does not take off. It's um um old trusty and jock that start chasing after it um and like they lose it for a minute, but you know jock is able to pick it up with a scent trusty. Sorry, I'm sorry, thank you. <laughs> Trusty is able to pick it up with a scent. And what's different is instead of Lady uh, stopping the carriage, it's actually Jock that stops it and he gets run over. Right. But he does survive still. He just has a, you know, like a broken leg. Um, and then how... Okay, and then how did they get... How did uh, Tramp, like, the the carriage tipped over still and... Yes, I believe. Yes, yeah. I and did. then the the then deers the... came and picked him up. Or no, or I don't think no. They were never even in that scene at all. That's what I thought. Yeah. So like, I don't. I guess like, lady just brought brought tramp. Damn, I'm like forgetting this movie already. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, I really liked because I that's something that I didn't remember. I just remembered the rat, and then. I really liked how they did the whole rescuing tramp thing where the deers drove after a lady and they were kind of having that internal conversation between the two of them Yeah, where they're like, did we actually even see him attack the baby? And he's just like, well, yeah. And then he's like, did we? And like given that, like that second thought and then they kind of realized that he was going after the rat. Yeah. Because okay. they found that rat. Okay, so the rat does still die okay. in this one. You just and don't see it. Like, you yeah. Saw this one. Um, so, but in the original, the dog owner doesn't, sh- the dog catcher does not show up until he is actually called because Aunt Karen, when she comes into the room and sees uh, the tramp, she chases him into uh, a closet and locks it. And- Leaves him in there until the dog catcher gets there. Got it. Yeah. Um. So, damn it! I want to watch the original again now because I'm forgetting the ending. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's kind of that's bringing back some memories. Um. I the I like the change. It was I do too. A lot easier to follow. I I think. Like I I think I'm going to be remembering this ending a lot better than I'm going to be remembering the original. I, mean, I feel you should watch the original again yeah. just to just to like truly see, but yeah. I can see. Where I, I'm from. I'm going to watch the original again soon. Yeah, I just I think like yeah. what what I like the most about this ending is you know Aunt Karen is like nowhere to be found. Yeah, so that that that's what like kind of raises the ending up for me a little bit because she's such a bitch. Even though, like I told Caleb when uh 
I saw that uh, Helen from Drake and Josh was playing Aunt Karen. I'm just like, this remake just got a thousand times better. <laughs> yeah. So, story. How do you think it worked? Pretty solid. I mean, they stayed pretty close to the original. They only changed a couple of things, and I think the stuff that they changed actually enhanced the story. I 100% agree. I I think I actually told you this. I liked what they did with the with this. I like I I felt like they kept very true to the source material but changed things just enough so it didn't feel like you were watching the same movie. Yes, I completely agree. Like with Lion King, you basically went there and watched Lion King in 3D. Yeah. In this, it felt like it could have been a different movie, mm-hmm. even that like, but they kept in the the big points, like they kept in the spaghetti scene. They were able to. I feel there would have been an uproar if you didn't put that. in Yeah, there. absolutely. <laughs> you kept um, Jacques and Trusty. You kept all these different aspects, but made your own movie, and then put all the magic into the one scene everyone kind of remembers. Yeah. And I loved that. I, I did too. absolutely loved that. Because I was afraid that this movie was going to feel like how Lion King did. I thought it was just going to feel like, oh, it's just Lady and the Tramp in 3D. But yeah, no, it didn't. Yeah, and I it think like felt what, different. It felt like its own thing. What I think uh, also helps this movie is, uh, and this is kind of like touching upon effects, but it still helped the story. Is that, you know, with the Lion King, it was all CG. Like, of course, those were, like, never, like, actual, like, lions. But in this movie, like, these are, like, those dogs were actually on set. Like, all they did was just do the CGI on their mouth. So I think that actually also enhanced the movie as well. I agree. I 100% agree. Okay. So, what are you thinking with the grade on story? Like, like an 85? I'd actually go high. I'd give like the original an 85. I think I'd give this one. Whoa, you're going higher for the remake. I am going higher for the remake. I think everything that they changed enhanced the original story. I, I, okay, I can agree. And kind of made it better. Okay, I can, I can, I can agree with you. So I'm not like full 90, but I am about like an 86, 87. I can go 87. 87? Yeah. All right. All right. Next, writing. I feel like the writing was very original in this too. It it, it was. Um. I mean, you know, like they. I don't know. I mean, like, did they really like? They didn't really like try to like copy the original script at all. It seemed. They didn't. Yeah. I think the only thing that they copied 100% was like some of the songs. Yeah, and like maybe like some of the nicknames that they called each other, but that's about it. Yeah, other than that, it was pretty much its own original yeah, thing, which which I did really appreciate. Yeah. Lion King should really take notes. Yeah, no movie. shit. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to you, John Favreau. So th- the writing's actually pretty high for me too. I'm like at like an. I don't know if I. I don't know if I want to go full ninety. I I, w- I definitely wouldn't go full ninety. But I'm thinking probably around like the same score as the um the plot, or the story, whatever. Yeah. I'm at like maybe like an eighty six. 
I can do 86. Okay. I think that's that's fair. All right, next up we got acting. So I think we should grade, obviously, uh, the tramp. And lady. And lady. And Elliot? Oh my gosh, I totally forgot. The dog catcher? Because he was in it a pretty fair yeah, amount. That's, that's true. Okay. I, I, I can go through there. Okay. So, let's start off with Elliot, the dog catcher, who was played by Adrian Martinez. Who? He plays Psycho very, very well. He does. Let's see what else he was in. He was in Focus with Will Smith and Margot Robbie. He's been in. I've heard quite of a that. Bit. Never seen it. I feel pretty with Amy Schumer. Secret Life that. of Walter Mitty. I've se- I've heard of these movies, but I've never seen them. Yeah, American <laughs> Hustle. Amazing Spider-Man 2, Kick-Ass. Wait, who did he play in Amazing Spider-Man 2? I don't think he played, like, a big role. Yeah, he didn't play a big role. Oh, damn. Um, so, I mean, he's in movies I've heard of. I've just never seen them. Sisters. The one with uh, Amy Poehler and... Mm-hmm. Oh. Not remembering his character, though. Yeah. He's been in quite a bit. Oh. I'm just not putting a face to a character right now for him. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Adrian Martinez. How do you think he did? He played Crazy Dog Catcher very, very well. He did. He... Like, he was scary at sometimes. As a character, he I didn't like him as a character. No, I... I'll admit I called him a freaking jackass a couple of times. <laughs> but, I mean, he played his character really well. Yeah, he really did. So, I think he's pretty high. I, I think he's pretty high, too. I'm sitting at, like, maybe 85 for him? I can, I can agree with that. 85? Yeah. All right, next up we got, let's do Tramp. Okay. Voiced by Justin Thoreau. I loved him as the voice of the tramp. It worked really he well. He was fantastic. Oh, so good. Like, j- this isn't really skip. Like, I had some problems with Lady. I had no problems with the guy that voiced the tramp. He was perfect. He was fantastic. Yeah. So he is pretty damn high for me. Like, I'm at like a 95. Really? Yeah, he was that good to me. Yeah, I'm curious what else he has done. Yeah, I remember. I looked him up last night, and he hasn't been in like a lot that I remember. Yeah, so he was in Parks and Recreation, probably not as a big character. Zoolander, Iron Man 2. Oh, yeah, I remember. Uh, doesn't it say he was in Charlie's Angels Full Throttle? Yeah. Do you remember that movie at all? I don't. Okay, he actually played the villain Seamus. Oh, like, did he? Yeah, like the guy that like is trying to kill Drew Barrymore's character. Mm. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. he's also in the Spy Who Dumped Me, The Last Jedi. I'm sorry that he had to be in that. Tropic Thunder, Megamind, Lego Ninjago, Bumblebee. Damn, he's been in a lot too. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a good track record. Yeah. 
And I think he's married to Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. A lucky man. Married to Jennifer. Oh. How did they get divorced? 2015 to 2017. Oh, sad. <laughs> uh, 95 for him, though. He was. Can you go like. I can do like 93. Okay, I can do that. Yeah? Yes. Yeah, I. I liked him a lot, but just not quite 95. Okay, I can, I can understand that. All right, and then last but definitely not least, we got Tessa Thompson, who voiced Lady, who okay. most people would know as Valkyrie yes. from Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Um, so, I, I loved her in some parts. I hated her in some others. I agree. I did not love her as the voice of Lady. I would have picked someone else. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like what, I what 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 like what issues did you have? Just like when it came to like the love story between Lady and the Tramp like I don't know, like I didn't like actually like feel like and I know it's like sometimes hard to like convey in your voice, but just like some of the emotions that she's supposed to be giving off throughout the movie, I just didn't feel it as much as I did with the original's voice. Right. Yeah, and I think that's something Justin Thoreau did really well. Yes, yeah, that like, like even like after like uh, we're introduced to both Lady Lady first and then the Tramp. Um, like right off the bat, I'm like, okay, I love Tramp's voice, not loving Tessa Thompson. Yeah, sadly, because Tessa Thompson freaking rocks. Yeah, she, I love her as an actress. She's great. She just was not a great pick to play Lady. Yeah, I'm honestly trying to think of like someone else I would have cast. How would you feel about Scarlett Johansson? No. Too... Yeah. Her voice is a little too seductive. That's true. I maybe would have gone... If, like, we're doing Marvel, I guess. <laughs> maybe more like Evangeline Lilly. Oh, yeah, I would have loved that. Yeah, I'm trying to think of, like, a good like voice actress like someone Cause, like in the really original like she away. wasn't like high pitched but you know like she was definitely a lot softer than Tessa Thompson yeah I'm trying to think maybe even Gwyneth Paltrow that's a great pick yeah. okay I would and this is just if I'm sticking in Marvel like <laughs> I, I could probably come up with someone better but that gives me I need time <laughs> no 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 those especially Gwyneth Paltrow I would, damn it, and Evangeline. I would have loved either of those to play the voice of Lady. Yeah, but yes, Tessa Thompson just fell a little short. Yeah, and I, I bet it's because she probably hasn't done a lot of voice work. Yeah, that like as much as like people say like, oh, you know, it's so easy doing voice acting. All you're doing is just talking to a microphone. No, it can be really hard actually. It is because you're talking into a mic instead of like acting out yeah. a scene. It like, sometimes can be very hard to um, uh, convey emotion just through your voice. Mm-hmm. When you're able to do actions, it's a lot easier. Yeah. But you know, like watching like you know like some like Tom Hanks. I know I talk about him a lot, but you know, like as much you know, like to me, he's like a very great voice work uh, artist because you can actually honestly see from 
Toy Story to Toy Story 4, the way he conveys emotion through Woody's voice has definitely improved over the movies. Right. So what are you thinking for Tessa? I'm like honestly like in the 70s. I am too. Like I'm low 70s yeah, though. Yeah, really okay. Yeah, I can agree with that. Like I I I'm not fully like actually I might be I'm like I'm at 70. <laughs> I can honestly agree with you there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which doesn't have anything to do with Tessa Thompson as an overall actress. No. It's just this role. Yes. Okay, so averaging that out, that comes to an 82.6. It's not bad. Overall. Not bad. All right, next we got character development, which, lady? Yeah, that's really the only... Or would you say Tramp had more? I mean, he definitely had... I feel he had a lot more character development in this one than the original. Yeah. Um... I don't know. Like, they both had character development. So I don't know which one to go with. Uh, you want to do both of them? Yeah, can we? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, let's start off with Lady. Uh, I thought her her story was very good. You know, like, she starts as, you know, like, this pampered little dog that, uh, you know sadly gets stuck out into the real world and you know she has to you know like think to herself like you know like the way that you know like my owners just left like do i really have a home still are they even going to care for me anymore um and i don't know if like i don't think in the original she actually just like came out like and said like oh you know like i don't even i don't think i even have a family to go back to like i think in the original she always felt that you know like what if i don't go back to them you know like they still love me you know i'm still their dog but in this one she's just like well it seems like they're giving the baby all the attention so do they really even still love me Mm -hmm. so she i loved the the way that they portrayed how naive she was i I did like that too and it makes sense because if she was a puppy like the only thing she knows is what's in her yard Mm -hmm. and like, I kind of just love that about her. And like you said, she kind of like grows into someone that kind of knows their way around a bit. Not like as much as Tramp does. Yeah. But still, I I did really like that. What are you thinking with grade on that? I'm either like in like the high 70s or low 80s. Low 80s? Yeah. I, I'd say more, I'm more in the 80s. Okay. Um, like maybe like 83. Maybe not even that high. Like it was a very, like I felt like her her progression was was fairly good. It just wasn't like the best. It wasn't like definitely not in the 90s range. Okay. But I I, I'd say maybe like 79, 80. Okay, I can agree with that. So, like, you want us to go to 80? 80? Yeah. Okay, and then next, Tramp. His was actually a lot better. It was. Um, It still wasn't, like, anything amazingly fantastic. No, but I feel in this one, like, you, you definitely got to see him more realize, you know, like, maybe I'm okay with actually being, like, owned by a human. 
And in this one, I feel like it made more sense than the animated one. And um, just like touching on his like backstory, I love that we actually got to see that play out. And I feel that definitely added to his uh, character development. Yeah. Yeah, I think anything that you can do to enhance a character is just works flawlessly. Yes, I, I completely agree. So I'd probably give him a maybe 85. I can, I can agree with that. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, so that averages out to an 82 and a half. Not bad. All right, next up, effects. This is where it's kind of going to uh, get killed a bit. Okay, the only... Okay, there were two dogs that I felt it like the lip movement seemed off sometimes. Lady was definitely one of them. Yep. Um, and also, uh, what's the dog that sings? Uh, he's a tramp. Yeah, I I don't remember her name. Okay, but those hers. were the two that feel the felt the most off. Yeah, I think Tramped looked good most of the time. Like I didn't really even his know looked that. really solid. Yeah, I barely even noticed anything with his. Uh, Jock and um um oh my God. old reliable right. Trusty. Trusty. <laughs> I don't know why I said all Gosh right. damn it, Rose. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. So, Jacques and Trusty. Um, Trusty's looked pretty damn good, actually. I don't think he really had any problems. Jacques, maybe like at first it took me a minute, uh, but his... I think it's just hard to see the movement of a black dog. Yeah, that that's a good point. Um, but as the movie progressed, hers didn't bother me at all. Yeah, it's really just ladies and uh, the um, whatever. The other one. Yeah, because <laughs> even the Bulldogs one, that looked good as well. Mm-hmm. So, Did you see who voiced the Bulldog? Yeah. Uh, um, uh, Benedict ben- Wong. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, that's so awesome. <laughs> Dude, that was Yeah, when I saw cool. his like, uh, uh, name in the uh, credits, I'm like, okay, wait, who is he playing or who is he voicing? <laughs> right. Uh, this sucks because the the effects I'll give the movie this the effects in this I liked the the facial expressions that they gave these dogs or that they gave all the animals a lot better than what they did in Lion King yeah because these actually conveyed emotion yeah like they had eye movement Mm -hmm. too like that's not like they didn't just leave the eyes alone because I feel like dogs they can be very expressive with their eyes absolutely it's they they just exaggerated the way that the the dogs move their eyes yeah unlike Lion King which just kind of like very straight face Mm -hmm. like didn't play with the eyes at all yeah so I, I'm I'm giving the the movie some points for that because that was I, I very impressive. That. Yes, I completely agree. So this is out of a hundred, right? Yes. Okay. Just because of those two, like it, it somewhat does kill the score for me. Yeah. I'm at like like a seventy-five. Really, I was actually in the seventies, <laughs> and that was adding. Really, really? okay. Or like the low seventies. Low seventies. Yeah. So I was like around seventy. Okay. Want to do maybe like seventy one? I can do seventy two. Just okay because I'm I'm that impressed with the eye movement. Okay, I'll take it. All right. Next up, we got music, and 
music was pretty good. It was pretty solid. We didn't get like a whole like a ton of songs. No. We just got the the cat song which was I forget what the uh, isn't that a shame I think. I mean, it's different than the animated one. Yeah. The which I was very happy about cuz I don't think it would have worked in live action. Yeah. I I actually really dug the cat scene. I did too. I loved it. Like I actually downloaded the song. Yeah. I liked how it wasn't lady destroying everything yeah yeah it was and like just chasing these cats around it was the cats destroying everything yeah. and then lady gets blamed for like the one thing she was trying to save that was so <laughs> funny <laughs> oh poor thing just turns her head and just dude that just like reinforces the the hate of cats i have he's like yeah those oh. evil bastards <laughs> <laughs> hey cats gotta do what a cat's gotta do man Dude, I was so afraid that they were going to do Siamese cats. I was too, and I'm just like, Ugh. like I, <laughs> wait, what do you have against Siamese cats? They're ugly. They're adorable. No, they're not. My aunt used to have uh, a Siamese cat called Rain, and she was one of the sweetest, cutest cats I've ever had the privilege of knowing. Ugh, you're a dick. You're a dick. <laughs> Says the one that hates cats. I love cats. Because cats are Satan incarnate. <laughs> Who says... No, never mind. I'm not going to say that because they really are. Yeah. I don't even know what you're going to say. I was going to say, yeah. well, not not all dogs are angels, but yeah, they are. <laughs> I, can't, I can't even, like, finish that yeah, sentence. Yeah, they're just... Tr- like, the only reason dogs are shitty is because they have a shitty owner. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah, I completely agree. I hate it when people blame the breed of a dog and it's like no it's the fault of that is how it was trained mm-hmm. like how like everybody thinks that all bulldogs are bad or not bulldogs pit, pit bulls. bulls yeah i'm like you do realize that if you train a pit bull right they can be one of the sweetest dogs you've ever met dude you have to train aggression into them exactly thank you yeah their instinct is not to be aggressive yes oh my gosh this, this is, is like a total side note. This is a total this is side note. This turning into a PSA. <laughs> <laughs> Did you... How much have you watched in uh, Disney Plus? Not. That, let's see. What have I watched? Uh, the Two Lady and the Tramps. I watched a little bit of Avengers Endgame. Which makes no sense because I have it on Blu-ray. But it was in 4K. So I, you got to give me that. Um, and I've been binge-watching Wizards of Waverly Place. Okay. You have you haven't gone to the Pixar shorts? No. They have a short in there called Kit Bull. You say Kid Bull or Kit Bull? Kit Bull. Okay. K I T B U L L. Okay. It is the most heartbreaking thing I have ever seen. Pixar goes freaking dark with some of their shit. <laughs> you just realize that now? Yeah, like after like dude, dude, I don't know what it was, but it was just like some t- after what was it, Bow? Bow? Yeah, I think no, it is Bow. Bow? Yeah. Yes. Like once they hit Bow, they just took a freaking dark turn cuz they had okay, I watched whoa. 3 No, I watched two new shorts of theirs. Okay. And so it, one was Kitbull and then the other was um Float or something like that. How was that one? It was pretty good. It was? Okay. Yeah. But you still haven't watched Forky Ask a Question? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, speaking of Pixar Dark, uh, what about Up? They 
kill off his wife in the first ten minutes. Okay, that's a that's a movie. I'm talking shorts. Oh, okay. The Their shorts are usually like uppity, like lighthearted. Okay. This one right. wasn't. All right. Okay. So anyway, I can give you that. So you need to watch Kitbull. It's Kay. like the most heartbreaking Kitbull. thing ever. Okay, I'll watch that tonight. Yeah, do it. It's like seven minutes long. Oh, okay. And then I'll follow it up by Forky Ask a Question. <laughs> <laughs> Just because it's funny how much you refuse to watch those. <coughs> you good? Yeah, I just swallowed wrong. Got excited. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, yeah, the cat song was great. The, what, Bella Note? Yeah, Bella Note. Yeah, that song was great. <clears throat> and I... the He's a Tramp fell a little short for me. It did, but I think that's just because of the mouth movements on that dog. Yeah, I think that's what killed it. So, if it wasn't for that, like, uh, who, I think Janelle Monet plays her in this movie? Uh, I mean, if it weren't for the mouth movements, it was, it, it was great. Yeah. That's just what kills it. Yeah. Uh, the rest of the music, it fit really well with, like, Georgia. Or, yes. like, that kind of, that area. Um, I really liked how they used... Some of the original songs, when, yeah, I like too. with some of like the overhead shots, yeah, loved that. So my score is not like super high. It's I'm thinking eight. Yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah, yeah, I thought you were gonna say seven. No. All right, and then costumes. So this was kind of set in like what period would you say this is? Like the eighteen somethings. Yeah, I can't remember. Should we look it up? I mean, because the original came out in 1955. Uh, when does... Well, the original definitely didn't take place oh. in 1955. Oh, I know. I, I know. I'm thinking, like, just sometime in the 1800s. That that would make the most sense. Maybe, like, the later 1800s? No, it takes place in 1909. 1909? Yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> well, we were... Well, not that off. I was thinking like 1890. What was happening in 1890? I don't know. It's probably some war. <laughs> okay, I want to look something up really quickly because I forgot what uh, when they said it in Red Dead. When did the Age of Outlaws end? I have no idea. Wasn't it? Uh, let's see. When did the Age of Outlaws end? What ended the cowboy era? So it ended in the late '80s. Okay, mm. yeah, because I think in like uh, like the pro or the epilogue, right? Where's the prologue? Whatever. How they open up Red Dead Two, uh, uh, like they're saying, you know, like uh, literally the age of outlaws have basically like come to an end. And I think this was actually, I think uh, Red Dead Two takes place in 1899. Hmm. Or like around like the 1890s, so yeah, like America was like truly becoming civilized. Yeah. So the fact that Lady and the Tramp takes place in 1905 that makes absolute sense. Yeah. Um, the costumes were great. I thought. Uh, oh yeah, absolutely. Very. There wasn't any that f- felt like they were not in the times. No. Uh-huh. None that felt like they were like lazily put together. I yeah. think the only costume issue I had. Was with the dog keeper. His hat looked a little plasticky. I'll give you that. Um, 
But that's like a really minor gripe. The rest of the costumes were pretty great. They were. What'd you feel? How'd you feel about John Deere's mustache? Not a big fan. <laughs> Why? But, Is it just because like maybe like you think the actor really couldn't grow that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. I can give you that. Yeah. So, what are you thinking with costumes? I'm honestly like at like the same as music an eight. An eight? Yeah. I can do that too. All right, and then last is our genre grade, which we decided is a family romance movie. Yes. So what do you think? Um, Overall, this is one of Disney's best live-action remakes. It stays true to the story but changes and adds some things that actually enhance the story. Um, I think you said that this is probably your favorite live-action remake. This is easily my my favorite. I'll have to I can appreciate how well Jungle Book uh, adapted the source material. I think a lot of the changes that they made kind of didn't do the story justice. All right. Like Giant King Louie. That was freaking dumb. But he was played by Christopher Walken. Not a great choice either. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Um, But yeah, he... I think that this did basically everything right. It, it kept like it, the main thing for me is it kept the magic of the spaghetti scene. Yes, it oh! really did. Like it's so good. Um. So, I, yeah, I love the live action remake. It's my second favorite. Jungle Book is still my favorite. I I love what John Favreau added to that story. Um. But yeah, like seriously, this is like top. Like this is the best remake Disney's done since the jungle book like keep it up disney if but maybe put them all on disney plus yeah that honestly might be your best call yeah definitely well what's coming after mulan have they announced any other live action remakes after that no okay so maybe after that move them all to disney plus if they decide to do any others yeah <laughs> i think that'd be the best call yeah it's you know they're I mean, and like you could still tell that this movie could be released in theaters, but I feel just because you know, you know, everyone is like, "Oh my goodness, Lady and the Tramp." That's like my absolute favorite Disney movie. I mean, some people are, but not everyone is. So I can understand why they decided to put it on Disney Plus because I would be kind of a little scared of how this movie would perform in theaters. Um, yeah, I but, think this was a safe call. Yes, I yeah, I completely agree. One that I actually think would be really cool for them to do just because of how well this turned out fox and the hound oh i'd love a live action fox and the hound right yeah that would be that that would be fantastic like honestly like someone compared this movie this remake to the uh early 2000 remakes of 101 dalmatians and i can i well okay in my the way I'm looking at it, I actually adore those movies. I actually think those are actually really good remakes. So I actually agree with that. Uh, in some aspects, I feel they might have they changed the story a little too much in those movies, just a bit. Um, so like this movie is definitely better. Yeah. <laughs> than those. Uh, but I actually enjoy the second one better, 101 Dalmatians two, than the first one. Um, you mean 102 Dalmatians? No, it's called 101 Dalmatians two. I thought. Isn't it? no or maybe i'm thinking of the 
Patches London Adventure. <laughs> I think I'm thinking of the actual sequel to 101 Dalmatians. <laughs> yeah. So, what are you thinking with... Oh, shit, you're right. Yeah, 102 Dalmatians. My bad. <laughs> Told you. All right, what are you thinking for uh, an overall grade? It's pretty high for me, at least. Uh, Same here. It. I love this movie. I I did too. Like I can first, see myself watching this again. Like, I can too. Jungle Book is one that I I liked to see, but it's not one I'm going to go back and watch. Fair. The rewatchability of this is a lot higher for me. It's pretty strong for this one. Like honestly, when this movie first started out, just because maybe I just barely watched the original, I'm just like maybe at first I was just like you know this is good, but I don't like love it love it like caleb does but as the movie went on like yeah i I love this remake this this is great yeah so i'm like in maybe like maybe like the low 90s oh you're going like a little higher than i was like thinking high 80s (laughs) i can agree with that i can drop down that yeah i was i'm in like the 88 range I can give you that. I'll take it. All right, 88. All right, and that concludes this breakdown. And our final grade for Lady and the Tramp 2019 is a B-. And it's sitting at an 82.23%. Not too shabby. Not too bad at all. I, I dig it. I do, too. Like, it's a fair score. It is. I completely agree. Really quickly, what did we get the Lion King? The Lion King was a B plus. We gave the Lion King higher than this movie? Yeah. I mean, so we gave the Lion King, like, for our personal grade, which is, like, the genre grade, we gave it an 85. We gave this one an 88. The The only thing that it did better... Then this was the effects. The effects is what really kind of killed this movie. Okay, I can agree with that. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, it our system still like still works for us. It's just yeah. So it's it's in line with it chapter two. Okay. It's actually like slightly better than it chapter two. I can agree with that because it actually really is. Yeah, uh, slightly better than Child's Play. Yeah, I can agree with that. Um, a little bit better than Shazam. I can agree with that too. Yeah, and yeah, those are all our only B minus movies. Okay. Then it's uh, let's see what it's like below. So below Aladdin. Below That's Dark kinda... Phoenix. What? Wait. Below Dark... Or no, it's above... Sorry. It's above Dark Phoenix and above... Aladdin? Aladdin. Oh, okay. I was like, whoa. What are we thinking here, bro? Yeah, what am I thinking? Um, Slightly better than Adam's Family? Yeah, I can absolutely agree with that. It's not slightly, it's it is below better. Age of Ultron. Alright, I can agree with that. Uh, below Far From Home. 
Oh, yeah. Then, yeah, below child, or same as child's play. Uh, it's below Detective Pikachu. All right. Okay. And then also How to Train Your Dragon, Captain Marvel, and How to Train Your Dragon 2. It's all below those. Okay. And then Lego Movie 2, also like barely below Lego Movie 2. Okay. Yeah. All right. Not too bad. I can agree with that. Yeah, me too. All right. Well, that concludes this breakdown. And if you liked this episode and want to check out more, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Radio Public, and Spotify. You can also check out all of our content on YouTube. Every episode we do gets released there. Uh, we actually came up with an yes. idea for videos. So Expect sh- we should be posting some stuff in December. Yeah. If all goes well. If all goes well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the key. Yes. <laughs> um, so hopefully we can get those out and release those. And we, I'm wanting to try and like record these podcasts a little bit so we can have like a video version of these. Yeah, I'm too. So hopefully we can we can do those. I think it'd be fun to just do like a live one. Yeah, that'd be really fun. Yeah. So like a like a showdown. Yeah, that'd be cool. All right, uh, you can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Our Facebook is at facebook.com forward slash the Albros. We are on Twitter and Instagram at the Albros. Uh, if you have a movie recommendation, something you want us to break down, a uh, showdown idea, you want to give us a topic to do a Dreamcast on, uh, yeah, email us at the Albros channel at gmail.com, or you can go on our website, which is tinyurl.com forward slash the all bros uh we also have a merch store on t public right now we are actually moving some stuff around maybe yes uh we're just (laughs) making some decisions with that uh research stuff but yeah you guys can look forward to that soon so if you want to support us in the show head over there and next week, we will be breaking down Frozen 2. Oh, yeah. It's opening, isn't it opening today? Yep. Tonight? Tonight, yep. The, uh, what's today's date? The 21st. Yeah. So we are, I'm going to go see it on Monday, so the day this episode releases yeah, and is I'm when I'm going. Yeah, and I'm seeing it Sunday. Yeah. So, yeah. If you go check out that movie this weekend and... Tune in next week to hear that. Yeah. And until then, this has been the Albros Podcast. The Podcast. The Podcast. <laughs> the Albros Podcast. I'm Caleb. And I'm Jonathan. <laughs> and we'll catch you guys next week. This is show long. Getting real crackly with I know. I, maybe I'm finally hitting puberty, so like my voice <laughs> is finally getting lower, so I can't really do it anymore. I don't know how to feel about that, though. <laughs> <laughs>